you just turned 18 a couple months ago. You've got a huge crush on that boy Albert and you should be getting ready for your final year in high school. But instead, you're being woken up by your mom at 6 a.m. and it's the first day of the rest of your life. Because today, you become the Queen of England. This is based, biased, or BS. Hello, and welcome to the podcast where two best friends tell one true story. My name is Maddie. And I'm Zach. And this is Based, Biased, or BS. Mm-hmm. I had to stop myself from saying baby. We do say baby a lot. I kind of like it. A new thing also that we should maybe talk about on the pod, because we've only done it on Instagram, is... I kind of like what you started calling our listeners BBs. You did? <laughs> yeah, we. I love an alliteration, and it just fits good. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I went back and forth for a while between, hey, BBBs. But I was like, it just sounds like too, they have a stutter. Much. It just sounds yeah. like they have a stutter. So, hey, BBs. I like BBs. So if you like BBs and if you like being called a BB, let us know. <laughs> Based by a star BS, BB. <laughs> yes, I love it. Even though this podcast obviously comes out every week, spoiler alert, we haven't recorded in a while. It's yeah. been, we like stockpiled a little bit. So it feels a little bit fresh and new. And Decker forgot how the intro went. So <laughs> you'll hear about that later. <laughs> I had something have you to been? say oh. to you. Say it. I've been good. Um, <laughs> I did lose my train of thought. Oh, you came in so confident. Oh, I have been dancing with a new possible what? obsession. Oh, I haven't really. But di- not act. No, I not actually not dancing? actually dancing. I've just been. Okay. And by dancing, I mean extensively scrolling the Reddit page of Crumble Cookies. Okay. Are you familiar with Crumble Cookies? Like the brand? Mm-hmm. The store? Yeah. Um, I know the name, but I don't know if I've ever been. Okay. I hadn't either. And then one of the kids in Frozen gave all of the like directors each a Crumble Cookie on the last day or whatever. Okay. And I brought it home. Frozen is a show she directed. Yes, Frozen is a show something. I directed. Sorry. And it was delicious. I just keep seeing posts like new flavors this week. And then I'll look at the flavors and I'm like, do I need to go try a chocolate French silk pie cookie from Crumble? Mm. Do I need to try a Biscoff lava about... butter cookie <laughs> from Crumble? Ooh. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Do I need to try a berries and cream cookie from Crumble? <laughs> okay. The way you started this story, I thought you were about <laughs> to tell me like, and then I found out that Crumble like actually was involved in this crazy like scheme of some, some I don't know, you phrased it the way I, I heard Reddit and I was like, ooh, she's about to tell me about a, a cookie scandal. But you just had some flavors to l- tell me about. <laughs> because, Decker, I'm so nervous. If I start getting crumble, I will have no money. You won't money. stop. Yeah. Yeah. Don't start. And y- just yeah. take the gifts when they come. 
let the kids know that you direct i loved that crumble cookie okay and then let them come let i don't spend the money on crumble crumble comes to me (laughs) yes crumble (laughs) is a gift okay crumble is a gift um enough with cookies okay why and bring because we got a movie to talk about and i have a lot to talk about how no offense how (laughs) she was the queen of england so obviously there's a lot to talk about because today we're talking about the young victoria yes ma'am have you ever heard of this movie before i assigned you it no and i'm shocked Kind of me too. So I went on a search specifically for, I was like, we haven't done oldies in a while. Honestly, pre 1900s story. So I was like, I want to go old. Let's go royal because I usually love the royals. Yeah. Their storylines, at least. And then I found this one and then I saw Emily Blunt and I said, perfect. Yes. And I agree because I was like, if Emily Blunt wasn't in this, I probably would be pretty mad at you. (laughs) <laughs> oh man okay okay before we get into it well before we also get into it let us all put it on the table that you texted me i don't have it verbatim but something along the lines of this is the most boring movie i've watched for the pod <laughs> so <laughs> and i think you'll understand why as we go okay from my perspective yeah because also listeners decker also sent me Oh. Uh, I'm bored. I'm so bored of this topic. Why they pick this topic? If we're gonna air our dirty laundry, let's air it all. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, but then, like two hours later, I gotta. I changed my stance. Everything is different. The twists, the turns, the drama. So I am excited for you to tell me a story because. Okay. Good. I was boring. Okay. So let's. Am I allowed to talk about film facts? Please do. Perf. So this is a 2009 biographical drama and it was directed by Jean-Marc Vallée I don't really know who that is but it's like an indie movie so it's not a super mm. well-known okay I mean I don't want to say the words a not super well-known director because that sounds ignorant of me if he's very well known but true <clears throat> true a man <laughs> a man <laughs> sounds French yeah I, yeah I think we can safely say French. So <laughs> <laughs> here come the emails. Based by Serbias at gmail.com. I can't believe you said he was French. He's obviously German. No, we both took French. Okay, continue. Sorry. It was rated PG, so keep that in mind. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Heard. Okay. So that might explain. Some, Some of the boredom. So um, obviously we have Emily Blunt as Queen Victoria. Mm-hmm. We then have a man named Rupert Friend as Prince Albert. Okay. Paul Bettany as Lord Melbourne. And one of my personal favorites, Jim Broadbent as the incredible King William. Jim Broadbent. Yeah. I love this man. I know you do. He... Are you about I'll, to tell me his... I'll tell you, but I have one okay. more person to mention named Miranda yes, Richardson. Okay. Who is Victoria's mother, the Duchess of Kent. The Duchess. The Duchess. So obviously, we know Emily Blunt. She's Emily mm-hmm. Blunt. Devil Wears Prada. A Quiet Place. Into the Woods. Nomeo and Juliet. 
<laughs> I didn't know that one. Was she Juliet? Yeah, voice of. Who was no Mio? I didn't look. All I care about is Emily Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably like fucking Zachary Quinto or something. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that when I have a movie podcast? Okay. I um, want you to be honest. So, I, yes. Okay. So let's talk about Jim Broadbent because yeah. not only was he Harold Zidler in Moulin Rouge. Yes. He was also Professor Horace Slughorn in the Harry Potter movies. Is that what you were light bulbing? Well, he, he is that. In, he has a lot of um, credits. Listen, a lot yeah. of credits. Paddington, Paddington 2. There's a lot there. Cloud Atlas, one of my favorite movies oh, ever. Oh, how could I forget? He's in that. Of course he is. And then Miranda Richardson is also in Harry Potter. Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> in, that, in that franchise um, as Rita Skeeter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. That's our, those are our main peeps. There's also Sir John, but... I hated him, so didn't want to bring him Ugh, up. I hate Sir John. Yeah, we'll talk I'm about gl- how much we hate him. Yeah, he <laughs> is a big part of this story, but I'm glad I'm you didn't sure even want to is. talk. Ugh. Ugh. So, okay, fun fact for you. Princess Yay. Beatrice, who is the great, 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 great granddaughter of Queen Whoa. Victoria, played a lady-in-waiting in the coronation scene. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I was like, that's pretty okay. cool. That is cool. Yeah. At the end of the movie, I don't think this is spoiling anything. It states that Queen Victoria remains the longest reigning sovereign to date. Um, That is until 2015 because Queen Elizabeth Mm -hmm. II did take that title. Queen Victoria was only five foot. Yes. She's a little lady, but Emily Blunt is five seven. Oh, she is tall. Yeah. She didn't give tall, I guess, as I'm thinking about it. I wasn't like, that's a tall woman. Okay, but still, like, a five-foot woman doing this all of what I'm going to talk about is... That makes a lot of things more iconic, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this film had a $35 million budget. Wow. Yeah. Um, it only made back $29 million. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting that. It won the Academy Award for Best Costume Design... And it actually won th- oh. three other awards as well for costuming. Yeah, I bet. But those are the only ones it won. Okay. Um, Emily Blunt was nominated for a Golden Globe and a Critics' Choice Award for Best Actress, but she didn't win. Okay. So, th- I mean, knowing that it won for costumes, I think that also kind of tells you the st- type of story I was given. Movie. Very visual. Like... I would say probably a full three minutes of a dance sequence. I'm like, oh, this is real. Do I have to? I get it. I know. I get what's happening. It was. I'm kind getting of- more like it was for the historical porn of it all. It like, was very pretty people. This. Yeah. It was a pretty people movie. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So those are my facts for you. So I would love to know. I'm very more exciting <laughs> tale because I also had to watch this movie twice. <laughs> and I did watch it the second time at 1.5 speed. And I was like, mm, could have done that the first time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need it. Sometimes yeah. you need it. But anyway, I'm very excited to learn. Okay. About Queen I'm Victoria. glad. You're at the perfect spot. You're at the spot that I was at when I first started researching this, like, dreading why did i pick this 
yeah. overwhelmed by all there is to learn about this person. So yeah. I have the goal to make it fun. And what sparked it for me was I found her diaries. Oh. I know we have feelings about that, (laughs) but I'm going to read her diaries. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) They are public knowledge, and this was in the 1800s, so. But so you're telling me these diaries were available when they made the movie? Yes. Okay. I'm just saying if Decker could do the research. Right. If I found them... These people, I hope, found them. Yeah. And I know nothing about the movie, so I'm. we're both kind of going in blind. Perf. I'm going to warn you also, up top, there's a lot of names and a lot of things to learn. Don't get scared. We're going to go through it all. <laughs> to Be- you okay. and to our BBs, our listeners. And our BBs. Okay. Our BBs. <laughs> you love calling them BBs. <laughs> I love just a nickname or something to call them. <laughs> them all come on this journey with me back to london england why are you checking with me about that i just (laughs) had to kind of make sure i was like britain (laughs) london uk there's so many names for it um in the early 1800s okay so who we now know as queen victoria emily blunt Mm -hmm. was born on may 24th 1819 Mm -hmm. At Kensington Palace. She was born as Alexandrina Victoria of the House of Hanover. Is it normal to go by your middle name? Not always. Oh. And we'll kind of get to that a little bit. I could never find... It always said House of Hanover. So I think that's her last name, but it's just said in that way. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. So her father is Prince Edward. Yeah. So maybe picture a little family tree in your mind. Prince Edward is her father, and he is also the Duke of Kent. So sometimes I'll refer to him as the Duke of Kent. Okay. Edward do you the get Duke. any? Do you get any? No, it's, or anything. We get we get a very sped up version of her childhood to okay. right before her 18th birthday, but I think her no daddy. Yep, correct. Correct. Okay, so here's a little background for you and everyone. So her father, Prince Edward, the Duke of Kent, is the fourth son of the current king, King George III. Mm-hmm. So four sons, he's the youngest. Mm-hmm. So before Queen Victoria's birth, the current king, King George, had only one grandchild, who was Princess Charlotte. And she was the daughter of Prince Regent, which means the next up, next in line. Yep. George, also. Oh, oh not William. Who would be, not William, who would soon become George, King George the Fourth. Mad King George. I made that up. I don't know. Is that? I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know what that is. Okay. Take it away. <laughs> take it away. Delete. <laughs> but his daughter, Princess Charlotte, Passes away in 1817 from childbirth at the age of 21. The only heir to the throne. Mm -hmm. Not the the next heir because that's going to be King George, but then the heir after that. Right. So the line has no... Yeah, it's uncertain. Mm -hmm. So now there's what's called a, quote, succession crisis. 
and these four brothers are now all pressured to either marry babies we need babies exactly because the next baby out will be the next royal or monarch got it so if you're not interested yet think literal succession in victorian i'm in it i'm in it keep going okay but maybe the (laughs) the listeners people are pressured all to be like fuck we gotta find a woman or we gotta get our wives some of them were older so it was like old women who couldn't have wives so they were like do we divorce them the old women couldn't have wives (laughs) the old women couldn't have babies (laughs) okay (laughs) everyone's in this season one of succession era where who's gonna take the crown in a year's time, the Duke of Kent, remember, Victoria's father, yeah. has married Princess Victoria of Saxe-Coburg-Saffield. Coburg. Um, she was a widowed German princess, and a.k.a. this is the woman we're going to end up calling the Duchess. The Duchess. Boo. Because they're both named Victoria. So we're going to say Queen okay. Victoria and the Duchess is her I don't think I even knew her name. The I literally mother? just wrote Duchess, yeah. Okay, cool. Perfect. By the next year, 1819, Alexandrina Victoria is born and is now, as a baby, the fifth in line to the throne. Because there's four uncles, a father and four, three uncles ahead. Exactly. So I made a list. Number one next is George, who's the Prince Regent. Prince Regent. A.K.A. dead Princess Charlotte's father. Oh, so He's sad. next. Got so it. sad. Mm-hmm. Next in line, the second oldest is Frederick, the Duke of York. After that, William, Duke of Clarence. He's third. Played by, he's third. Hmm. Played by, what's his name? Oh, I put those notes away. Oh, Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent. God bless him. We love Fourth him. up is Victoria's father, Edward, Duke of Kent. And then fifth and then Victor- is herself. Yeah. When Victoria herself was less than a year old, her father, Edward, passes away. Yeah. So young, less than a so week. So young. Or, yes, we less than a year. Less than a week. <laughs> less than a week. <laughs> Always, That's not funny. That's not funny. Next, okay. My next sentence. A week later, her grandfather, the reigning king, dies. Dies. Whammy, whammy. I was whammy. wondering because I met Double a King homicide. William. Okay. That's where it starts. Yeah. Yeah. What's happening is... People are so dying. So the reason there was... Oh. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're correct. The reason that there was this succession crisis was because even though there's five people, all of these men were old as fuck. Oh. So it was like, yes, there's five people in line, but But in the next 10 years, it's going to be like, bam, bam, bam. Boom, boom, (laughs) boom. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what we're talking about right now. So like Edward passes away a week later the dad passes away Ugh. so before she's even a year old now Victoria is now third, third in line oh my god after Frederick and William oh my god and they're and old her, and they're old and her uncle King George the 4th has just been crowned King George the 4th has just been crowned mhm i don't know much about him you don't need to Yeah. So from the age of 10, Victoria was told one day that she would be queen. She was taught and trained on how she would act and how she should behave. Mm -hmm. She was isolated from other children and many of her own family members under something called the Kensington Kensington system. System. Yes. I love that you said that. They talk a lot about that in the movie. 
Yeah, it's kind of one of the first things explained is how she's okay. treated throughout the castle and who came up with it. Her mother. Oh. And Sir John. Yeah. In the movie, it was it was emphasized as Sir John's system. Okay. They both worked on it together. Sure. That makes sense. Or maybe it could have been... Well, she was like, mother makes me hold someone's hand and he makes mother stay in my room. Like, yep. They that. slept together until she was crowned queen. Yeah. not slept in the same bed but the same room same room and so then like you're getting undressed in the same room as your mom you're like you can't have any private moments yeah you can't walk down the freaking stairs without someone holding your little dainty hand horrible I mean, to be honest, I probably need that. I do trip a lot. I exactly as we were talking about it, I was like, like I don't know if I need it going up, but going down sometimes my <laughs> ankles they just like don't work. Well, I was talking just more about being pampered and always being taken care of. I could really take some of that right now, <laughs> but maybe not to these extremes because yeah. the Kensington system was a strict set of rules for any heir to follow so this was actually created by like we just said her domineering comptroller was his tie title sir john conroy hate him so a comptroller basically manages financial needs for the family but sir john conroy is also rumored to have been the duchess's victoria's mother's lover that was kind of implied again rated pg but implied through conversations and closeness yeah got it even though this was a system put in place for any heir it was only put in place while victoria was a was the next heir and she then bans it so victoria is the only person who had to go through this (laughs) it was put in like a system that would be for decades but not so it restricted, kind of like you said, who Victoria could see and interact with and laid out a detailed private tutor schedule where she studied English history, the ways of the crown, as well as French, German, Italian, and Latin. Too many. But she was only allowed to speak English at home. What? Those were just her education. But you have to speak proper English when you're home in a princess. Stupid. Stupid. Speaking of home, Victoria shared a bedroom with her mother every night until she was 18. Mm-mm. In 1827, Prince Frederick dies. Prince Frederick? He was numbered next to the crown. Numbered one right now. Wait, who's king right now? King is King George IV. Then it's Frederick? Are you then sh- it's William. I thought she was third. Okay, so we have George is king, Frederick is about to die, William is right after, and her father has died. Oh, then it's her. Okay, got it. Got so it. there has been two moves up because, and the king died. Right. So George became king. Then there's Frederick. William. I forgot there's two Georges. I forgot there's two Georges. Yep. Got it. So in 1827, next up in line, Prince Frederick dies. Three years later, in 1830, the king, George IV, follows suit. 
So then William bumps up. So now William is king. Queen Victoria is next in line. Jim Broadbent and Emily Blunt. Got And that's where your movie begins. Mm. So meaning that the next and final brother has just been crowned king and named King William IV. And Victoria has been named heir presumptive. Yeah. This is a term meaning that this person is entitled to inherit the throne, but this position can be displaced by the birth of a person with a better claim. Meaning if the King William has a child, he has a better claim. And now he is an old, old man. In this case, should William die before Victoria is 18, the Duchess would be queen regent until Victoria came of age. Yeah. Bad news. Bad news. That was a high stress point in the beginning. Okay, good. King William is said to have hated the Duchess so much and disbelieved in her abilities to rule over the country that in 1836 he declared in her presence that he would live until Victoria's 18th birthday to avoid a regency situation. He yelled at her at a dinner. Yes. He stood up. Everyone else stood up. He said, sit down. And then yelled at Victoria's mom. He was like, you keep her away from me. You keep trying to keep her away from me. I want to see my niece. She's hiding her. You stole so many rooms from me. You asked for more rooms when you got here. That's greedy. And you're unfit to rule. That'll never happen. Mm. This one, this woman, will, this person right here shall be the next. He was drunk, but <laughs> <laughs> this person right here shall be the next ruler. And then there's like a scene of him saying, "Wow, let me make it to May. Just let me make it to May. Oh, that sounds epic. Yeah. And then she stood up and stormed off. It's giving such evil stepmother, even though it's It's her mother, real mother. Yeah. Yeah. As I was researching this, it so clearly came out to me, her just like greediness and her wanting power. Well, that and like Sir John being like, make her sign something that says... Are you going to talk about that? Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Starting in 1830, the Duchess, John Conroy, and Victoria started to take annual trips to central England and Wales and visit Mm -hmm. different towns and estates along the way. Did they give this in the movie? Some, like, traveling through the country? Kind of, yeah. And, like, John wanting to return home. And she's like, we're not leaving. It's the king's birthday. We're going to his birthday party. What are you talking about? Like, traveling, but him... I think it was just a way to show him being controlling. Okay. We're not going to that. Okay. Yeah, because Victoria didn't really like these, and much to the king's disapproval, Victoria was actually celebrated and welcomed at each stop. Much to the king's disapproval? Yeah, he didn't like these tours. Oh. So maybe this is a little bit different than what the character is in the movie, because... While he was king, he still wanted respect. So typically, these tours are done once a monarch is crowned. They do these tours and do worldwide parades. Before she's. Exactly. It was led on by her mother and John Conroy. Okay. And brought her around to be like, here's your new queen. Get ready. Eat before he died. Got it. 
Um, he was concerned that the Conroy and the Duchess were parading Victoria around as a rival to the current crown rather than praising her as his predecessor. Victoria, too, actually hated doing these trips and used the king's disapproval as a way to be like, Mom, we can't do this. The king is literally hates us for this. But the Duchess said that the king's complaints were simply motivated by jealousy and continued to force her on these tours. Mm. Maybe from meeting all these people and whatever, in October of 1835, at the age of 16, Victoria contracted a severe fever while on these tours. Mm. And at first, fucking John Conroy thought she was just didn't want to go out and do her duties and that she was faking it and made her go out and keep parading herself. But it turns out she was actually incredibly ill. I did have a scene of her being sick, and I was like, what is this? I don't get what's happening. Mm. Why is she just randomly sick? During one of the times when she was out and about? No, it was just literally just like her sick in bed and him yelling at her, well, if you're sick, you have to sign this thing in case you die, pretty much. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Why? Oh, my God. (laughs) My next (laughs) sentence. While she is in her fuzzy fever illness, her mother and Conroy try convincing her to a point conroy onto her staff as her private secretary yeah she refuses even in this like blurry yes sickness and she has to continue refusing for another two years because these two would not let it go Mm -hmm. because he wants in her household and he wants to control the mother once victoria becomes queen if he's her private secretary he controls her Basically, especially if she takes the crown before she's 18. Yeah. Just as little spoiler alert, finally, when Victoria becomes queen, she literally bans Sir John Conroy from ever being in her presence. Yeah. She said that in the movie. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I love when you keep saying, yeah. You're just nodding the whole time. (laughs) The next year, in 1836, a meeting is arranged between Victoria and her cousin, her first cousin, which just is a cousin. No. Oh. Prince Albert. Oh, different one. Sorry. I don't know if I have anything on a Prince George. Oh, in the movie, there was something about the King William wanting her to marry her cousin George. Oh, yes. Yes. And she's like... That's not going to happen. But obviously I know about Albert too. So I think I have a little bit of that. But in my research, your Prince George is actually named Prince Alexander. Oh, okay. So stay tuned. Okay. Um, So this meeting is between Victoria and her cousin, Prince Albert. Okay. Arranging this meeting is, of course, her mother and also her mother's brother, Albert's father, Leopold. Yeah, Uncle Leopold. King of the Belgians, Uncle yeah. Leopold. Mm-hmm. Leopold arranges for the family's German relatives to come visit in May of 1836. The king at the time, William IV, disapproved of this union and pushed what he thought was a better union with, quote, Prince Alexander of the Netherlands, the second son of... Of the Prince of Orange. What? The Prince of Orange? <laughs> yeah. Can I be the Princess I, of Orange? 
I know. I was like Vita's again. I prefer to be the the Prince of Tangerine. (laughs) I I just like that a little bit better. But I had to quote that because I was like, what are these titles? Yeah, what? You started pointing at me and nodding when I said Prince Alexander. Yeah, because I think that is the Prince George in the movie. Okay. I don't know why they changed the name, but whatever. What I love is Queen Victoria had many suitors paraded in -hmm. front of her. Did people come always and visit her trying to be her husband? Yeah, it was more like talked about than it was shown. Because it oh, kind of okay. just focused on the on two specific ones. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Essentially, that's what happened. But they did have like a whole like parade of men come to see her. And these were the top two that basically her and her family could both agree on. Yeah. So here comes the first diary entry. Oh. I d- I'm not going to do a voice. No, don't. Because okay. you haven't practiced your British in so long. I haven't. I report. Uh, oh uh. my god. <laughs> okay. In her diary, Victoria writes, quote, Albert is extremely handsome. His hair is about the same color as mine. Which okay, I also have to pause. It's about the same color as yours because you're cousins. Yeah, what? Your cousins. It's not everybody. a coincidence, bitch. They did write <laughs> each other letters. So I think these okay. diary entries maybe were taken into account in the form of like... Oh, letter writing? Correspondence, yeah. Okay. I didn't see any letters, but that probably is definitely true. Um, His hair is about the same color as mine. His eyes are large and blue. Sounds like you. And he has a beautiful nose and oh. a very sweet mouth with fine teeth. Oh. But... But the charm of his countenance in his expression, which is most delightful. Decker, is she talking about you? <laughs> Stop it. You're going to make me blush. <laughs> and then in a later a letter. Count- oh, Wait, I do have Decker, letters. Yeah. What's a countenance? The charm of his countenance in his expression. Okay, so I don't actually know. I think countenance no, is like No, I can't your have demeanor. you say I think. Demeanor is demeanor? what I think it is. That's your like final answer? Like the way answer? you hold yourself. Yeah. Countenance. Do I ask the weirdest questions? Like You ask the correct questions. <laughs> A person's face or facial expression. Okay. The charm of his countenance of his what? In his expression, which is most delightful. Just like, I just love the way he just like... Looks. Looks and expresses and is. Aww. Um, I was wrong because right now I'm going to tell you about a letter. Remember when I said I don't think I have any letters? Um, In a later letter that she writes to her uncle Leopold, who introduced Mm -hmm. the two, she said... He, talking about Albert, he possesses every quality that could be desired to render me perfectly happy. He is so sensible, so kind, and so good, and so amiable, too. He is besides the most pleasing and delightful exterior and appearance you can possibly see. She's had over heels for him. I she read is. these letters and I was like, oh my God. She, and, and it's kind of clear in the movie, too. You're like, oh. This is who she's going to be with, obviously. So remember, there's two of them. Oh, I know. On the flip side, Prince Alexander of the Netherlands, Victoria described as, quote, very plain. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, not quote very plain. <laughs> you just told me all those things about Albert. So guess what? It's finally May 24th, 1837. Victoria has turned 18. King William has kept his promise and is still alive. Barely. And a regency with the Duchess is avoided. He was literally holding out for a hero because <laughs> less than a month later, yeah, on June 20th, King Dead. William IV dies at the age of 71. Mm. That's old for back then. It is old for back then. It very, it definitely is. He didn't have a very long reign because he took the crown late in life, but mm. he lived long. Again, in her diary, she writes, quote, I was awoke at six o'clock by Mama, who told me the Archbishop of Canterbury and Lord Conningham were here and wished to see me. I don't know who those people are. They don't matter. I got out of bed and went into my sitting room parentheses only in my dressing gown true and alone and saw them lord Conningham then acquainted me that my poor uncle the king was no more and had expired at 12 minutes past two this morning and consequently that i am queen end quote yeah is that exactly what happened well on the screen it was like three thirty a.m awoken by her lady-in-waiting. But yeah, she's in her nightgown. It doesn't okay. have her mom doing it because there's way more tension between her and her mom, I think, okay. in the movie at this point. So There she, definitely is tension, but yeah. She sees those two men in her nighty gown. Mm-hmm. Not like a, yeah, a nightgown. And then afterwards, she sees her mother for the first time after becoming queen. Yeah. In 1837... At the age of 18, she becomes Queen of England. And her first decree upon learning this fact is demanding one hour of solitude a day. Mm. That's how sheltered she was and monitored. Yeah, she like the first thing she says to her mom is she's like, okay, you'll call me majesty now and I'm going to go up to my room and you're moving out of my room. And she was like, what? Well, let me help you up the stairs. And she was like, no, no. I don't need that anymore. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> Fun fact also on official documents that were prepared for the first day or on the first day of her reign described her as Alexandrina Victoria, but the first name was discarded at her own request and never used again. Interesting. Yeah. I never, ever heard the Alexandrina. I think she went always by Victoria, by Victoria. and then her birth name is that. So when she became like documents royal queen whatever they wrote it and she was like no it's just victoria (laughs) her coronation was held on thursday june 28th 1838 at westminster abbey where over four hundred thousand visitors came to london wow wow guess what she writes in her diary. What? I just felt like the diary portions made it all come to life. Because yeah. she writes so pretty current. It feels current. Well, she's young when she's writing. I mean, she's 18. She's 18. She's 18. So listen to her. She's about to get coronated. She says, I was awoke at four o'clock by guns in the park and could not get much sleep afterwards on the account of the noise of the people, bands, etc., 
And she goes on, that was, end quote, she goes on to describe her entire procession hour by hour and ends the passage with, quote, stayed in the drawing room till 20 minutes past 11, but remained till 12 o'clock on Mama's balcony looking at the fireworks in Green Park, which were quite beautiful. She's just a regular girl who just became queen. Yeah, they show a scene of her after she gets coronated before like the ball aspect. Lord Mm -hmm. Melbourne walks in and is like, you should get some rest. And she's like giving her dog a bath. Oh. (laughs) She's like, my dog needs a bath. He won't wait. It's his bathing day. (laughs) She's just a regular girl washing her dog. I'm an 18-year-old girl with my dog. He needs a bath. (laughs) Queen Victoria is a trendsetter. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's get that out of the way. I'm going to mention a lot of trends that she ends up setting that we might notice today. She was the first sovereign, which is the name for like the monarch or whoever, to start living at Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. She says Where British so. royalty still live to this day. Yeah. Almost 200 years later. She says something about that? She, yeah, she like writes in a letter to Albert. I'm going to be the first sovereign to live in Buckingham Palace. Oh my God. (laughs) At the start of her reign, Queen Victoria was actually quite popular because the country was so used to these old men and now they've got this young woman. Mm -hmm. It's pretty exciting. And she was paired with the prime minister at the time, member of the Whig party, Lord Melbourne. Mm -hmm. He's the prime minister. Okay. Yeah. I think he was the prime minister. Yeah. sexual tension between them because that could never happen in he real was life. like charming kind of and there it was like a whole thing like the king even said melbourne's gonna make her fall in love with him he definitely was older than her yes but there was definitely like these two are definitely close and he seemed a little jealous of her letters to albert oh so the I found they were also very close, but I got more of a mentor mentee yeah. father daughter vibe, which is and I never yeah. saw any. I read like her whole diaries aren't available, but just portions of like these big events, like her coronation and her wedding night and stuff like that. Not everything is available, right? So obviously there could be more information out there, but. It just, I never got any romance. But it seemed very like, it didn't seem like any of it was coming from her. And maybe mm. it was more of a him trying to like make sure Tactic. his influence was okay being spread as opposed to got like, it. I'm going to make her fall in love with me. But that was something that was said in the movie was he's going to make her fall in love with him. And I don't know mm. if maybe I'm just taking that too literal because they were talking about politic things of like, does she lean more liberal or more conservative? And they're like, well, she leans more liberal, so she's going to like Lord Melbourne. But Yeah, so he actually acted as her political advisor yes. for a while before she was married. Mm-hmm. And while she never wrote or stated this, many thought she saw him as a role model, like I said, or father figure. So while she started off favorably, drama... In her court came a knocking. Ladies in waiting. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I have chills. In 1839, there was a court intrigue, which is basically like the court's like, why don't you answer some questions? Because we're curious. When one of her mother, the duchess's ladies in waiting, 
Lady Flora Hastings uh-huh. developed an unusual abdominal growth. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. I was. You said mm, ladies in waiting and I was That's gagged. the only. Yeah, ladies in waiting because there was drama about the lady she chose. Not about an abdominal growth. What do you tell, tell me more? Listen up. This is gaggy. <laughs> this is drama in the court. Okay, drama in the court. Okay, so the Duchess and her staff, like we know, are living at Buckingham Palace. Okay. But they're living in a remote p- apartment far away from Yeah, where she Queen said, Victoria you can't is. be near me. You can Get live here, but not with way. me. Exactly. Because they thought public opinion wouldn't be good if she banished her from the castle while she wasn't married. Sure. She would actually often refuse to her mother's invitations to even see her. Mm-hmm. That was shown. Now one of the Duchess's ladies has this growth on her abdomen and Victoria is on the gossip train straight away. The rumors were that this was actually a pregnancy out of wedlock okay. with Sir Lord Conroy. <gasps> with the lady-in-waiting of the Duchess? Yes. Who also, it's implied that there was stuff between her and Conroy? Yes. Is she pissed? I don't know. I didn't see her well, he didn't feelings. talk to her? He didn't, he didn't, I didn't do an interview? Call her and keep in mind, Victoria hates Conroy. Yeah. And she despised, quote, she called her this, that odious Lady Flora. Okay. End quote. She hates both of the offenders. So she propels the rumor in court and pushes for both of them to be banned from court for their actions. <gasps> And though she initially denies, Flora eventually gives in and agrees to a medical examination in mid-February of 1839. This is kind of sad that she had to do this because I can't imagine what that would be because she's found to be a virgin. What? In that medical examination, she's found to be a virgin. So that examination must not have been great for her. Once this is out, Conroy and the opposing political party, and also if it's like, I'm sorry to talk about it again, if it's a Hyman situation, that also, we know now, can mean nothing. Yeah. Who was in charge of making that decision? <laughs> that she's a virgin? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Probably like, it was probably at this time a priest and some like medical yeah. man. Um, uh, Conroy and the opposing political party, the Tories, chastise Queen Victoria for spreading false rumors and inciting these lies. Plus, mm-hmm. to make it even worse for Queen Victoria and everyone, Lady Flora dies oh. that same year in July. A postmortem examination is done and a large tumor on her liver that had descended into her abdomen was found to be the cause of her appearance and her death oh she had cancer yeah just a huge tumor that was unfortunately in the spot where a uterus would be opinions on queen victoria plummeted after this was made public knowledge she was like you bullied this woman in her last days (laughs) yeah i did not get that story Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So now Victoria is like, get my fucking mother out of here. (laughs) 
it's all because of her. She's not blaming it on herself for or taking accountability of her actions. She's saying, if my mother wasn't here, if these ladies weren't here, I would be perfect. Get her out of here. I can't live with her anymore. And her prime minister, Lord Melbourne, says, um, or she says to him, that living in close proximity promised, quote, torment for many years. Melbourne's advice, get married. So this is why he's telling her to get married. I don't think it's really to him. Right. Yeah. She already was breaking social norms by being a young unwed woman, but she was also an unwed woman with a crown on her head. Yeah. He suggested that this would give her reason to push out her mother out of Buckingham Palace and at the same time boost public opinion on her reign. Sure. Two birds, one stone. So in October of that year, Prince Albert, her cousin, visits again. With two dogs. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Now, have you ever heard of Prince Albert before this movie? Yes. I want to say I was... Isn't there like an Albert and Victoria Museum? (laughs) I have no idea. I think there's like a a museum. Okay. Okay. Um, On a different track, have you ever heard the phrase Prince Albert? No. Oh, God. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Just hold on to that hope that was just in your voice. Because I had to take us on a sidetrack. I know this episode's going to be long, but I have to answer this question for everyone who's listening who is wondering. And if you know what I'm about to talk about, you know. I have to give a content warning as well. I'm about to talk a lot. (laughs) The shock that's about to be in your face. I'm going to talk a lot about penises and piercings. I'm sorry. Piercings? Yep. Because there's a, a piercing called the Prince Albert piercing. And when I was researching this, I was like, is this what's going on here? I'm not going to describe it. It's just a penis piercing. Okay. (laughs) So. Why do I have to know that? Well, I knew that phrase and then I'm learning about this man and I'm like, is this where this comes from? Is it? Well, I'm about to tell you, according to multiple sources, including but not limited to the Huffington Post, the Guardian and most credible Mythbusters. Oh, my God. He is linked to the name of this piercing for a couple (sighs) of theories. Okay. There's rumors, no no proof that he had this piercing back back in this time for maybe a couple of different reasons. There's one that's called Pyrenees, Peyronie's disease. Get ready because it's a medical condition which causes the penis to be at an uncomfortable curve when erect. Okay. And this piercing can help to alleviate that. Okay. Like a medical reason. One theory, or probably more um, plausible, there is something called the dressing ring. The dressing ring? The dressing ring. So it is this piercing, and it's a historical piercing that was popular during the Victorian era era, (sighs) because men's trousers were so tight to the body that some folks had this piercing that would then latch onto a ring on the inside of their pant leg 
to then keep <laughs> keep the penis, penis attached along one side of the pant rather than in the unsightly front bulge that could cause women to faint. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They were fainting over moose knuckles? <laughs> Oh, I'm making this story come to life. Bet you didn't know we were going to talk about this. <laughs> Bet you didn't know. The Prince Albert I met had no implication. <laughs> really? I was hope. I was. P-G. It is PG. G. Did you I see a bulge? I barely saw it. No. Oh. I didn't see a boob. I didn't see a bulge. Maybe I he didn't... had the. He had a. Probably he had his dressing ring on, so you couldn't see it. So you're telling me men would pierce their penises so that they could attach them to the inside of their trousers yep the inside of their pant legs so that it would i think go you're lying their... to me is it I'm lit- what day is it <laughs> i'm literally not it's true look it up no it was customary I, I didn't see any pictures but i did see pictures of the inside of the pant like the hook that it would attach to <laughs> Oh, it was customary at the time for haberdashers. Men's, we've learned that word. Men's. A men's Clothing tailor, design. Oh, tailor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To ask men if they dressed to the left or dressed to the right. No. When tailoring their pants to put the penis pant hook in. So how's it hanging is a real question you would ask someone as a haberdasher. Back in the 1800s. On the averages. On the average, which way? (laughs) (laughs) I'm more of a dress to the right, man. I wasn't asking you. Oh. (laughs) I was hypothetically hypothetically being a haberdasher. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You have to tell a boy when you're going hypothetical. You have to tell a boy. Why are you covering your eyes? Anything. Why are you covering your eyes? I see all of you. You're still here. Just because you can't see me doesn't mean I can't see you. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm covering my eyes. Oh, gosh. I'm in a fever dream. I'm sweating. So I can't believe I do. <laughs> okay. Everyone take a breath with us. Just come along on this journey. Let's go back to our regular programming. The penises are over. Albert, thank you. (laughs) I had hoped you had heard of that, so it wasn't just like totally out of the blue. But I had to answer the question because I knew people listening would want to know, and I'm sorry. I'm leaking from my left eye. Okay. (laughs) So we're talking about Prince Albert, the man, and not the piercing. Could have waited to the end of this episode. Not every time you say Prince Albert, (laughs) all I'm thinking about. Thinking of the pant hook. It sounds so uncomfortable. I'm like, the amount of movement? Wouldn't there be some tug and pull? What if you get cold? What if it shrinks? Does that mean it pulls up? (laughs) Then you're wearing shorts all of a sudden? (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. We said we were done with the penis and now we went back. You went back. So Prince Albert, (laughs) I'll always go back, is visiting Queen Victoria in October of 1839, and it's going so well. Yeah. They're falling in love. Their heels are clicking. Is that because his Uncle Leopold told him everything he needed to know? 
What do you mean? Well, in the movie, his uncle was like, she likes this, she likes this, she likes this, she likes this. You need to know everything about her before you meet her. Oh. You will be the perfect husband. Maybe. I need this. I didn't see that. Oh. I didn't find that at all. That sounds dramatic. Oh, God. I need this. They're both feeling it so much so that on October 15th, Queen Victoria proposes to him just yeah. five days after his arrival. Yeah, that's pretty accurate to what I saw. Actually, he did arrive with two dogs. <laughs> he came I forgot in. about that fact. Yes. At just five de- days after his arrival with his two dogs. Yeah. So she's literally so in love with him. And on February 10th of the following year, the two are married. Victoria is now credited with a major modern day wedding tradition. Did you get a wedding? I did get a wedding, but. You sound not happy. I don't. It wasn't memorable. Oh. I saw more like about the honeymoon. They like decided to get married. They got married. Well, she's about to change history with her wedding because she wore a white wedding dress. Oh, that hadn't happened. Before this, it was customary to just wear your best or most expensive dress. But Queen Victoria changed the wedding game forever when she wore a white lacy gown with an 18-foot train. In addition, she also created another trend with this and asked none of her wedding guests to wear white as to not draw attention from her. Why wasn't that bigger in the movie? Right? That's a huge thing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I literally don't remember why. I mean, I know they got married because she proposed to him, but it was very, maybe they didn't have the bit in the budget. They spent a lot of money on the coronation <laughs> sequence. Okay. And they said, we can't do a wedding too. A royal yeah. wedding. They did the win awards, I guess, yeah. on the costume. Exactly. Coronation outfit is wild. It was like gold and red and she yeah. floated towards him on the dance floor, Albert. And they danced. That was the three minute dancing sequence. Oh, um, according to Vogue, she even had the pattern of this dress destroyed as to prevent anyone from ever copying her. See, I didn't get that side of Victoria. She was a little bit like, she was in the drama and she wanted to be yeah. like the talk of the town. She was the youngest queen ever. Yeah, not the Victoria I got, but okay. What was her personality like? A little Very more like demure. meek? Oh. Yeah. Very soft spoken. She kind of is like a rule follower and wants to like do what the people want, but she also wants to be very beautiful and the most liked. Yeah, that was also emphasized. She was like, they hate me. What's going on? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't because she bullied a woman to her death. Oh, yeah. <sighs> well, we're at her wedding, so we're in the okay. happy moment. She wore Turkish diamond earrings and a sapphire brooch. That belonged to Prince Albert and is and is said to have God, that's a horrible sentence to say, and is said to have stunned onlookers with her quote pure beauty. I mean, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, it's Emily Blunt. Gotta be gorgeous. Yeah. That same night as she lays in bed with a headache, she wrote that in her diary. I lay in bed with a headache. She writes in her diary, quote, There's caps in this, so I have to give you some capitals okay i never never spent such an evening four exclamations 
my dearest, dearest, dear Albert, his excessive love and affection. Now, let me also say, this is on the night of her, of her wedding. She might be scribbling post just post getting wedding it. banged. Yeah. yeah. My dearest, dearest, all caps, dear Albert, his excessive love and affection gave me feelings of heavenly love and happiness I could never have hoped to have felt before. He clasped me in his arms, and we kissed each other again and again. His beauty, his sweetness, and gentleness. Really, how can I ever be thankful enough to have such a husband? Oh, this was the happiest day of my life. <laughs> As you say I'm that, giddy. I'm like, I'm remembering what I got of the wedding, which is like pretty much their wedding night. Like I saw okay. her in her like wedding nightgown and him kind of still dressed and like very slowly moving towards each other and like taking their time and placing my hand on your shoulder. PG rated. And we kiss and then we lay down sex. while kissing, but that's it. And then the next thing she says is, now I'm really married. <laughs> They're so cute. They were and cute. don't forget the also cousins oh first cousins <laughs> the next year in 1840 queen victoria is pregnant yeah with with her first child she is riding in a carriage with her husband post a fight post a fight maybe in my <laughs> world the most acting i saw the entire movie oh okay maybe they are traveling to see her dreaded mother okay do you know what I'm about to say? Or this I do know what movie? you're about to say, but it I that's not the setup. It wasn't I had. posed like this. Okay. Um, they were going to see her mother when an 18-year-old by the name of Edward Oxford ambushes their carriage on the road and attempts to assassinate Victoria. Yeah. He shoots twice. Yeah. And either he misses both times or there weren't even bullets in the gun. We don't know. Oh. But it did make noise. Like Wait. it could have been just like blank. She by herself? With her husband. But he was by himself. So there was no gunshot wound? To Victoria? To Albert? No. No one is hurt. No one is hurt. He didn't shield her with his body because she's pregnant? <laughs> no. That didn't mend their relationship after they were fighting? Okay. <laughs> Hollywood stakes again. Yeah. No, no one's hurt. No one's harmed. He either shot blanks or he just had really bad aim and edward is um edward oxford is tried for high treason but found not guilty by reason of insanity yeah she says they say he was crazy does that make it better <laughs> oh god yeah um but public opinion after this soared after the attack there mm. everyone was like oh my god our queen was almost killed now we love her Unfortunately, a little flash forward through the rest of her life, Queen Victoria would go on to survive not just this assassination attempt, but several. <laughs> so many. Two years after this, two men tried to shoot her. Uh then again, in 1849, another gunshot assassination attempt. And most wild, in March of 1882, when a Scottish poet named Roderick McLean shot at her carriage with a pistol when leaving Windsor Station. After this, 
McLean was caught and admitted to police that this had been his eighth attempt on her life. Jesus Christ. (laughs) She survived all that. I mean, they like brought up once before the carriage shooting, someone, they say there's someone trying to kill the queen in the gardens. So there was like that vibe, but. Well, all of these that I talked about are after. Yeah, the first one was this 18-year-old boy i guess so now we're back in that timeline with with that attack she just had her first child who she also named victoria and she was born on november 21st (gasps) day before my birthday 1840 now the queen how did she feel about her baby i don't know did you see her baby she seemed fine I didn't really see her with her baby. No. The most conflict I got was that she was she only had ladies in waiting of one of the parties and not both of the parties. And they're like, she's a bad queen. She's biased. And then and then Prince Albert's like, we're going to switch some ladies out. And he switches some ladies out. And then she's like, how dare you? I will make my own mistakes. Mistakes are mine. And that was like the most acting I saw. And then that was the fight before she got shot at and he got shot. <laughs> so no. Okay. So yes, all of that is correct. Oh. There was a big part that I skipped called something like the bedchambers some scandal, bedchamber okay. gate or something, and it was involving the ladies in waiting. I felt like I knew we were already it was either penis or ladies in no, waiting. No, I'd rather I know about penis. the penis because I just summarized <laughs> the ladies in waiting thing in 10 seconds, I feel like. But that was like my main antagonism drama. plot. That was why people did not like her. Okay, there was a big drama around her ladies yeah, in waiting. Yeah, and they like called sure. her Mrs. Melbourne and she's only listening to yes, him. That happened. They did call her Miss Melbourne. Yeah. Yes. But I saw that more after the Lady Flora abdomen thing. Sure. That's when that name start started happening um she has her baby and the queen is vocal about how much she hated pregnancy oh she was she views breastfeeding as quote disgusting (laughs) and thought newborn babies were quote ugly as sin (laughs) i can't she has a sense of humor because some newborn babies are ugly they are ugly Yeah, they look like smushy aliens. Yeah. Despite all of this, Victoria and Albert would go on to have nine Nine children total. Yeah. And here they are ranked by age. Are you ready? Did you get all their names? No. All I got was they had nine kids. And that was in like a a black screen white letter situation. Epilogue text. Yeah. Once the baby was born and her and her mom, she was like, oh, mom, I like you now that I have a baby. That's the end of the movie. Oh. Don't know about that. So the children are Victoria, then Albert Edward. What? Alice. Albert Edward is one. Okay. Then we have Alice, three. Alfred, Helena, Louise, Arthur, Leopold, and Beatrice. Beatrice. Great, 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 great granddaughter. Beatrice. Oh. Remember I talked really? about her at the beginning? Yeah, because yeah. it's Beatrice. It's not her. I know, but obviously. that's probably but. where the name came from eventually. Yeah. Queen Victoria despised the Kensington system, remember that, and the yeah. overbearing methods in which she was raised, and she made sure that her children experienced a different childhood. 
she abolished the system and or she abolished the system that was created by her mother and Sir Conroy and only had her children watched by governesses that treated them with kindness and care. She got a, she had a little drama about the people she let be her governesses too, but I didn't go into that. Yeah. Now here's the awkward ending where there's literally so much more to talk about about her life, but I knew that this movie was like her taking crown as a young woman. Yeah. So I focused on that portion of her life. We can't get to everything, obviously, but you said this as well. Until 2015, Queen Victoria had the longest of any British royal reign, a total of 63 years and seven months, a time which is now commonly called the Victorian Victorian era. Oh. From her, Victoria. Duh. I know. When I learned that, I was like, oh yeah, duh. So we're not going to talk about 63 years worth of things, but I just wanted no. to end with some highlights from the rest of her stuff um, and more trends she made. Because in 1848, she and Albert made Christmas Legends, legend, when Prince Albert sent decorated trees to schools and army barracks around Windsor Castle. Around the same time, a photo was also published showing the two decorating their own huge Christmas tree with ornaments and gingerbread, something oh. that they would do every year. And this widely popularized the wintertime custom around the world. Wow. Decorating a tree. Who knew? Who knew? In 1842, she became the first monarch to ride a train. Okay. Isn't that wild? She's yeah. coming of age like with modern technology. Yeah. So she was 23 years old. It took about 30 minutes. And in her diary, she wrote that the, quote, motion was very slight and much easier than a carriage. Also, no dust or great heat. Great recommendation. 10, 10 review. On Yelp. After outliving her husband and a majority of her children... Queen Victoria died on January 22nd, 1901. She made it to the next century. Hey, girl. Of a stroke at the age of 82. Wow. At this time, she held the title of the two titles of the longest reigning British monarch, as well as the longest reigning queen regent in world history. Mm. Every country. Both of those, again were beaten by Queen Elizabeth in 2015. The Victorian era officially ended a few years later in 1907 and is seen now as a time period of martial... (laughs) My tongue is turning to slop. (laughs) Time period of massive societal and scientific improvements. Remember the train? Yeah. For the country, um, many of which can still be seen and used today. So that's the story of queen victoria and i'm done talking wow yeah in the movie the only other thing it really touched on was that albert was very big on like working class helping the working class and that like Mm. him and victoria then devoted a lot of their reigning like their power to trying to either like help with education or working class conditions helping like helping society take care of the lower people was was a very big point for her. 
and like what she went against Melbourne with. Because he was like, who cares, whatever, they'll figure themselves out. She was like, no, I'm responsible for all people. And all their well-being. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't see any of that side of her, but that definitely feels like her. Does it? You just told me she spread gossip about a woman that she bullied until her death. <laughs> so, I... <laughs> I don't know. You know, there's so much about this woman, like... I know. And she's not even one of the main or, like, big talked about monarchs of right. the crown. I found it interesting that there was a lot of information about her that felt like I could relate to it. I was like, ooh, yeah. there's drama in court. Ooh, she hates her mom. She, like, is just like a kid growing up, and all of a sudden she and is, is queen. the queen. Right. So That's what crazy. do you think? Based, <sighs> biased, or BS, Well, baby? it's not based. I know that. Okay. It's not. But... I don't know. I guess it's biased. It feels like they took a lot of true points and then put movie magic or emphasize certain things that aren't necessarily as intriguing as probably the more dramatic things in her life. There was a lot of moments that you were agreeing and like it was, was like word for word. Yeah. But then a lot of differences with character relationships. Right. And so... I I don't know. I think it's biased because it felt very like, let's tell the beautiful side of this story. Let's tell a beautiful story when it's like, but that's not, it wasn't all beautiful. Yeah. I found this, if you remember to the beginning of the episode when I said I was looking for something about the British crown. Yeah. And this movie popped up and its little blurb was like, though it doesn't have as much popularity behind it or like compared to some british royal movies like the other boleyn girl and right. stuff like that that are so popular this one well it was an indie movie too it was not like a main main studio film and they were saying that they kind of felt that the movie took facts as more important than making a dramatic film sure so maybe that's why you felt kind of bored. Yeah. They were trying to make it a little bit more realistic. I don't know. Because they definitely could have made it a hard rated R. Yeah. And sexed it up for sure. For to sure. To push it into the BS category. But I think I think it's just biased because it's like, I think because it's centered so much around her seeming torn between Lord Melbourne and Prince Albert. Mm. I was like, What? That wasn't even a thing. Yeah, like, I got. She was. It didn't I said need on to Albert. be a thing. There was enough drama within her own interactions that she didn't need to be torn between these two men. I think that's what yeah. made me feel like it was biased. I'm like, okay, got well, it. this is clearly through a specific lens, as opposed to like, if I had read those diary entries, I probably would have been like, oh, clearly she had one true love, but like, look at all this drama surrounding her first couple of years right i don't know the drama yeah i agree with you i agree so i say um, bias would you recommend this movie to someone or not um i think i would okay let me tell you this did i tell a more interesting story yes you did obviously bats my eyelashes yeah your story was <laughs> far more interesting they didn't tell one Yay. lick about prince albert's you know 
Prince Albert. Downstairs. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry again if that was too much, but it's just body parts and body piercings. And it's really an accessory at the end of the day. It really is just bling. And you know, we got to admire that. Yep. It's beauty is pain. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> sure. Um, so another one added to the BS category. If you want to no. see pictures. Oh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> Biased. I don't think we get a lot of category. bias, actually. I feel like we haven't had bias in a while. True. It's the secret. The secret middleman. Yeah. We'll post pictures of, well, there's actually not photos. There's just portraits, portraits of Queen, Queen Victoria. Victoria. Mm. And I saw many. There's some of her as a child that were very funny. I'll send you a couple of them just okay. so they're on the Instagram because they're really funny. Yeah. Um, and that'll be on our Instagram at BasedBySRBS. Yeah. So check those out. If you thought Decker did a better job than this movie, you could rate <laughs> us five stars. Please. Give us a little love there. Um, but otherwise, you should be prepared to watch a little Stand and Deliver for next week. Okay. Stand, stand and, and deliver. deliver. It's not a sports I've movie. never heard of Let it. Let me just. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't even try to guess what that's about. Stand and deliver. Like a speech? Speech? No. Okay. It's not speech, speech class. Speech making? <laughs> You'll find out. It's an older movie, though. So. Okay. Fun. I missed it. But what year did this movie come out? This movie that we just yeah, watched? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Young Victoria. Oh, 2009. Okay, 2009. Got it. I think it like went in theaters <laughs> in like 2010 or 11 or something, but it like was released okay. first in 2009. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I missed that whole part. <laughs> Sweet. It feels like a 2000s movie, I'll say. Well, I hope you had a little bit of fun today and I, I hope you go- don't Google Prince Albert. I won't. Be. If you're under the age of 18. Oh. Or if your name is Maddie Moran. Thank you. Or if you don't want to see those things, things. <laughs> those thinglings okay those thinglings with the dinglings all right all right we gotta like, cut it off here folks <laughs> it's time to it's time yep, to go we should uh it was time to go a while ago yeah Goodbye. bye Hello. Started over. I wasn't ready. (laughs) I wasn't ready. (laughs) Give me a countdown or something next time. You just screamed hello out of nowhere. Even though we were, we were ready for it. I should have been ready. I'm sorry. I I thought we were going into it. (laughs) We were. Did you turn my mic? Is there a tightener? Yeah. I had a screw loose. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time you've heard that, is it? Okay, so. <clears throat>